Have you ever had a conversation and it felt like you were running up against a brick wall? How about this one? You're talking to someone, you say, you're not listening to me. Well, if that's you, and I'm sure it is, like all of us, this episode is for you. You see, today in the Home to Haven podcast, we're starting our brand new series all about communication. Today is about communication styles, learning our style of communication and how you can be better at it. So don't miss this. Stay tuned. Well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast, downloading and clicking on the link. We're so grateful and so excited to have you along for today's episode, wherever, however you are tuning in, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, we're there. Thank you so very, very much. My name is Terrell Turner, and welcome to the Home to Haven podcast. That's right, Home to Haven, we've got a brand new official name. If you've been along with us along this journey, you've seen us grow and continue to evolve and just become more and more into our purpose. So Oak Haven Podcast, official name is now Home Haven Podcast. That's right. Thank you so much for joining. My name is Jen Turner, and we are really here to provide inspiration, education, and resources to help you move away from chaos, tension, strife in your home, And move towards a loving, peaceful, joyful haven, a sanctuary where really your relationships can be nurtured and intentional. Love it. Yep. That's right. That's who we are. That's what we do. That's right. So we are going to move on to a new topic this month, and we are going to talk all about communication. Communication. So communicate with us first. And if you're liking this content, like us and subscribe. It helps the videos. It helps the podcast reach more people. That could use this content. That's right. And send us a message or comment for topics that you'd like to hear us Absolutely. talk about, that you want to um, hear more about, just in turning your home into a haven. That's right. So we're going to talk about communication. Now, for your home to really be a sanctuary or a haven, you not you need not just communication, but you need good communication. Yep. So we're going to talk about what makes communication good. And different ways that people tend to communicate. Yeah, I think uh, we were just starting out on the podcast and we did episode zero. So the first thing we ever did was uh, communication. And we talked about how everyone always says you need good communication. It's the key to a relationship. What does that mean? Right. So today we're going to give you practical ways or start giving you practical ways. We got a four-week series on what communication is. That's right. Now, typically people like to talk about passive or aggressive or assertive ways to communicate those are kind of the main types that people you know talk about whether they um you know are assertive passive or really aggressive let's talk a little bit more about those uh those are what you're talking about are what we call styles of communication and so a passive a, a communicator is someone who um is kind of laid back typically low-key they typically defer uh, they kind of run from confrontation. They don't like confrontation. I'm typically a passive communicator. You're a passive communicator. I like to avoid the conflict. I like to avoid the conflict. That can be good in some instances. It can also be not good in certain instances. And so if that's you, it's important that you understand it's okay for you to express how you feel 
why you feel that way and make your voice heard as well. A lot of times uh, the other person wants to hear from you and wants to hear your side of whatever you all are discussing. So while you might be naturally inclined to defer, it's also good to step up and step out as well. Right. Their intention might be to put the other person before them um, and not be overpowering towards somebody else and always to, to accommodate the person. So that's, for me, easier to do than, you know, face a big conflict. Now, the opposite side of that is aggressive, aggressive, where they're not afraid of the conflict. They're ready to go for it. They're ready to put it all out there, say what they want to say, and not really necessarily think about what the other person. Typically type A personalities. Okay. um, Very dominating, uh, controlling. Uh, Again, not saying it's bad. You know, a person can have bad character and, and have this kind of communication, right? That can lead right. to a negative. So if you are an, an assertive communicator, not saying you're doing anything wrong, but definitely be mindful of if you're dealing with someone passive, they will see you as very, very dominating and, and, and aggressive. And if you are being that way, and it's not demonstrating the fruit of the Spirit, then you need to check that and make sure that you are allowing God to humble you and that you're not always taking control, defer sometimes. So it's good. You you want to float between these styles of communication. Um, I have a degree in communication. I'm, I'm also 10 years experience in sales. So we study personalities and personality types, and we've learned how we can float between a dominant personality okay. and a subdominant personality. For me, I have to turn it on. So when I go to work, I've got to be chatty. I've got to talk to a whole bunch of people. If I'm in ministry, you know, I'm not a natural person. People are like, you were an introvert? Yeah, I don't seem like an introvert. Right. But I flip a switch and my subdominant becomes dominant. So if you are a assertive person, learn how to float and become passive. If you're passive, learn how to float and become assertive when you need to be that way. And when do I need to do that? When you're dealing with someone of the opposite. So style of communication, right? Now there is also the passive aggressive. Typically the worst kind. Okay. <laughs> so where you might be passive at first and then do something sneakily that's a yeah. that's aggressive. And I love the word sneakily because it is okay. it is sneakily, you know. So be very very careful that you know there's a little bit of manipulation in there uh, with passive aggressives, and so you know. Uh, again, not speaking what you really need to say, but kind of trying to say it in a different way. No, you, you need to go ahead and, and open up, be honest. Uh, please remember this, that the basis and the foundation of all communication requires trust. In order to have trust, you've got to have transparency. So it's very, very important that you are transparent, that you are a clean, open book when you are beginning communication to build that trust so now you can have open and honest dialogue. I can't be open with you. I can't be honest with you if I don't trust you. And I can't be transparent with you if I don't trust you. How do you gain trust? Well, that comes into play with character. So you've got to have good character, and you have to facilitate an environment of trust and provide that security and provide that atmosphere where your spouse, your children, your coworkers, your employees feel comfortable coming to you and opening up. 
Now, do people always know that that's how they're coming across? Are are those that tend to communicate in a passive aggressive way? Are they doing that on purpose? Do they know what they're doing? And is there always a right way and a wrong way to communicate with people? So I, I believe, I, I can't speak for everyone. I think sometimes people know. And I think sometimes people don't know. I think sometimes people know they are assertive, they're over-aggressive, they are domineering, they're type A, they're alpha. And I think sometimes people know that they are, I think you kind of know. I mean, some people, I feel like they become proud about that. Like, I'm type A, I'm assertive, I'm aggressive. Um, and they kind of take confidence in that versus... I, again, it's it's great to be confident. It's 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 is that is that uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> is it uh, effective? So it's fine to be that way, but how are you handling people? How do people respond to you? You need to care about that first you and care foremost, about, right? Just don't be bold about I'm I'm this right, way, right? Well, you can also be a, a I can't say the word, but you know. Um, is your communication style effective? Right, because in our society, a lot of times you'll hear, you know, speak your truth. Tell your point of view and, and you know, it's your view, your way, your truth, and yeah. put it out there. Let everybody know what you stand for, and it's kind yeah. of like be loud and proud. A total disregard for. Right. It's all about how you're feeling, how you want to communicate, what you think is your truth, right. and portraying that. Remind me on that. I'm going to come back to something because, okay. as I said, I, I've, I've got a degree in communication. I kind of know this topic a little bit. So I, if I remember correctly, the very my first class in communication was common theory. So it's, you know, 101, 1100. First page of the book of common theory, the communication requires us uh, is, a, is an exchange of information. So here's a little history lesson for you. There, uh, There is... Phases are requirements of communication. Number one, you've got to have a, a a sender or an originator, right? Then you have to have the actual message. Then there's a medium, the way that message is traveled, text, phone, email, voice, facial expression, right? And then uh, you, you need a receiver. So those four things. And then you have uh, these a noise can be uh, an external factor that can inhibit the way that messages flowing at the medium that way that message is carried and then you have feedback typically you want feedback of how that communication was received so to your point without speak your truth do we care about how our words are affecting other people you see the scripture says it this way in the book of colossians let your words be well seasoned how with grace uh, the Bible talks about, you, you know, the, the, I think the King James says that it may minister grace unto the hearer. So what I speak to you should be well-seasoned. Shouldn't be, you know, with, uh, you know, jalapenos and spicy, but my word should bring grace to you. So if I'm speaking my, my truth and saying what I got to say, and I'm going to say my piece and that, let that be it, is that really the correct atmosphere, the correct attitude that I should have? I would argue no. Right. I mean, above all, we need to follow Christ. We need to model our communication style, how Christ communicated. 100%. And so it doesn't really matter what our society or anything is saying because we base everything we do on the Bible and, and the Word. Good. We should. That's why we're here to help you 
and help us keep us in check of guiding our actions based on the word of God and, and how God tells us. Jesus was a great communicator. Right. He dealt with all kind of people from all backgrounds, all walks of life. He offered encouragement. He never put anybody down. Right. Uh, and, and when they were wrong, he offered correction. And it wasn't to belittle them, but it was to let them know, hey, you said something here that is incorrect. I think about Peter and they're on the boat and he's, you know, giving, he's Jesus casting vision and what he's here for and talking right. about his purpose, which if you missed those episodes, listen to those, he's telling them why he exists. And Peter's like, no, no, that's not going to happen. He's like, get behind me, Satan. And he's not saying, he's not calling Peter the devil. He's speaking to a spirit of influence. And so it's important that when you have communication with your children, with your spouse, and it's something that's going sideways, the Bible talks about how we don't wrestle. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but it's against spirit, principalities. And so Jesus spoke to the spirit. So if my child, like, you know, Adley today did something, and I went to go correct her, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Adley. You know, Adley is not a, a, is not a rebellious child. She's not someone who's disrespectful. Right, that's not typical. That's not typical. And so you speak to the spirit. I'm going to address the spirit of rebellion because that's what's influencing my child to talk back or not to want to listen. And so if it's your husband or someone else, remember that it's always a spirit. Address that spirit, and I believe you'll see a change happen in communication. Right. I mean, Jesus always talked with compassion. Yeah. He always talked with empathy. He didn't cast anyone aside. It was never con condemnation. And so we can model ourselves after Christ and know that that is the best possible way to communicate with anybody. It requires self-control. And it requires, we talked about this, I believe, in the last episode, episode number eight, of renewing our minds daily. We've got to check in and renew. And if we will get our, spend time in prayer and spend time in God's word, well, that's going to begin to reshape my thinking and, and it's ultimately going to shape my actions of how I respond to people. I can't just say what I want to say, how I want to say it, when I want to say it, but I've really got to consider the other person. Again, there is a receiver on the other end of my sending the message. And so I've got to be very, very thoughtful and very, very tactful um, and not just be so quick. The scripture says in James chapter one, so no matter your communication style, whether it is aggressive or assertive passive. or passive, here's what spiritually we all should strive for this communication. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Let that be the model for your style of communication. You are quick to listen. You are, you are, as mama would say, you've got one nose or one mouth and two ears so you can listen to as much as you speak, right? Talk, right. It is so important and critical that you listen because so many details are being missed because we are thinking about what to say right. before we... Your point of view. Yeah. And it takes time to actually learn how to listen, how to listen effectively, to actually hear. We talked about this back in episode zero as well. It's not just about communication, but... It's about understanding. Right. The point of you communicating is to get the other person to understand what you're saying. Say it again. So the point of communication is to get the other person to understand what you're saying. You got a message and you want that message to be received. Received 
what you're trying to say, how you're trying to say it, and so that they can speak that back to you and you can get clarity and really get the understanding is what fully makes the communication work. So sometimes there's noise and we will have time to really go into this. So noise can be, right, you say something, but that person may hear it through a different filter and they've got past experiences They've got preconceived judgments. They've got things going on that can kind of block or hinder what it is that you're trying to say. So it's important to stop, right? And don't just be so quick. That ain't what I said. You're not listening. You're not, right? There's a reason they didn't get that message. They didn't get the whole message, right? And so the intent has to be Proverbs 4, 7, and all you're getting, get understanding. Right. I mean, I remember in the beginning of our marriage, we really worked on that because I would say something and then you would say, so this is what you're saying. And I'd be like, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not where I'm coming from. And you were you were thinking, well, you're coming from this view. And I'm like, no, that is not what I'm saying at all. So really having the other person speak back to you what they think that you're communicating to them was really, really helpful for us, especially in the beginning of our marriage. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're not listening. Again, you, you've got to create this beam of trust, of transparency. So, hey, I'm we're trying to get understanding, so I'm going to ask you, is this what you're saying? Right. And you're going to say yes or no, that's not what I meant. Here's what I'm trying to say. Here's what I meant. And it's going to require patience and working together so that you can get on the same page. It it won't take, we, we're not doing that as often as we did right. when we first got married, but we still do it sometimes. Why? Because messages can get misconstrued. Things can get misinterpreted. And so, you know, does my style have to match your style? Is that what we're thinking? Sometimes. You, but you have to consider, just like a love language, how does this person communicate? They're typically aggressive or they're typically, you know, I, I know people who typically don't listen as well. So I have got to find a way. How do I communicate it? How do I get this? Maybe uh, I don't say it. Maybe I write it first. Maybe I text right. it first, you know, or maybe they, they don't read, right? Um, so like for, uh, my dad's a great instance is I can't give my dad a five-page letter. He does not read. Which right. I would love personally. Right. I'm somebody that would love to actually see it, and I would love to communicate in a written form back. It's it's a lot easier for me to communicate writing something down or texting than verbally sometimes. Yeah. He is not a visual. He's visual, but he will see a paragraph of text and be like, what is this? Yeah. You've got to break it down for him and give him pictures. That's how he communicates. Right. Whereas there's you, you, you want a long letter and something nice and things. So... It's important, again, to know you, how you, your partner communicates, how your child communicates, what they need, and, and ask the Holy Spirit to help you navigate. That's right. So as we learn about our communication styles, how the other person that we're trying to communicate receives, um, you can apply that to relationships in your life. And if you stay tuned to our next episode, we're going to dive even deeper into that, sneak peek into next episode. That's right. But yes, get the style of communication right and you have the way to go so um thank you for tuning in today make sure that you do something and that is to subscribe to the newsletter uh with our email address so with your email address 
what that does is you're going to be able to get our download for the month is a digital resource. It's a workbook that goes alongside our podcast topics. So this month is going to be a communication worksheet workbook. Rather, it's not just this little piece of paper. It's a it's a great thing. It's beautifully designed. It is a top shelf top chef <laughs> top shelf. Uh, resource that you can work through so for instance this month you'll have the communication styles uh, identify which one you are uh, and what you can work on uh, the people who are close to you what their styles are how to communicate with them there'll be questions in there for a future episode you'll see that of how to facilitate communication uh, a journal space for you to journal and write things down it's just a great great resource it's absolutely free for this month so go to the website, oakhavencompany.com, and uh, put your email address in. When you do that, the download comes into your inbox. Sometimes you may have to check your spam or junk folder, but look for that and uh, or just click the links in the description. That's right. You can also follow us on Instagram. Find the links in our bio there. Yeah. Grab the free download for sure for this month. If you're interested in past months for purpose or yeah. new beginnings, those you can find on our website for purchase. They're really great resources that help you walk through our podcast series. So four podcasts and one workbook. It's a great download, great resource. So grab those. You will uh, be grateful. Uh, Even if you don't fall on the podcast every single week, it's still great to have. There's devotionals in there. There's scriptures in there. There's confession guides in there. Again, to help you turn your home into a haven. It's the whole point of why we're doing this. If you want to see your life full of joy and peace and all that God intended for it to be. So thank you so much for joining us today, and we will see you next week on the Home Haven Podcast. God bless.